2: It's the start of the nine o'clock stretch. Welcome to it, the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. It is nine oh six time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories: House Speaker Steve Scalise endorsing former President Donald Trump. Way to go! And joining us right now, Florida Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson. Good morning, sir. Uh, hopefully, you had a great holiday, Mister uh, Commissioner.
4: Good morning, Bob, and happy new year. It was a great a great event um, over the weekend and over really the last couple of weeks with Christmas and spending time with the family and the grandkids. Um, we're ready to go for legislative session next week.
2: That's right. Next week it fires up in Tallahassee. What are some of the new priorities and how do they impact the ag sector?
4: Yeah, that's you know, our priorities are are pretty simple in the Department of Agriculture. We want to make sure that we're sustaining um our agriculture all over the state a big priority of being a, a big way of doing that is through our rural and family lands we've talked about many times buying development rights uh, making sure we're protecting the wildlife corridor and when we say wildlife corridor we mean you know if you google a map state of florida at nighttime everywhere it's dark on the map um is a wildlife corridor we need to protect that area for aquifer recharge for our farmers and for our animals and for our way of life. And um, so that's, that's probably our main priority. We have many priorities, you know, whether it's dealing with the citrus industry or making sure that we're properly doing AI, you know, throughout the um, entire, you know, scope of agriculture. And we've been using AI, by the way, for, you know, many, many years, but obviously is with advancements in technology. And so we're looking for protecting our water resources, protecting our agricultural land, protecting our food supply chain, and you'll, all of those things are only, um, you know, issue you know something we're dealing with over the next 60 days with the legislature.
2: Well, it, it's good that our water resources at present time are in pretty good shape. And we've had uh, plenty of rainfall. So, you know, you don't hear much chatter about it. But as people continue to move to the Sunshine State and the lands that are not preserved by the rural and family lands, which I think is a great program, um, yeah, that kind of... Uh, land is getting eaten up so to speak so protecting the water resources is going to get more important as time goes on right
4: it is always it's the most it, we we say a lot of things are the most important thing we do um, bob and that's i kind of i catch myself sometimes because without land to grow those foods you know it probably wouldn't do any good either but but the reality is this potable water relative to the state of florida with our not only our way of life our agriculture our economy our growth the last crop we plant in agriculture are houses, and um, and then it's gone forever. And so that's what makes it so important. But protecting our water resources, making sure that we are, um, you know, have – I'll give you an example. Um, you, when I was Senate president, we put um, – we did a, a statute saying that the local governments have to use their reclaimed water. Today, a one billion gallons of water is going to go to Tide from local governments with reclaimed water, either into the Gulf or the Atlantic, a billion gallons. And every bit of that water could be used for beneficial uh, reuse, um, reclaiming wetlands, protecting our shoreline from saltwater intrusion, all of you know, growing food, your lawns, all of the above, it could be used. And what happens is we have not had the willpower to put that in place. And you mentioned the, the rains we've had um, recently, which are very, very helpful when you get rain in the wintertime. We generally, these are dry months. In west central Florida, we're still, I would, I don't, we're not considered into a drought, but we're probably still, last year, we had probably almost a foot of rain deficit of Mm. what we needed. So some parts of the state have ample water right now, and and that's not uncommon, right? With the, every year Florida, you could be wet in south Florida and dry in north Florida or vice versa. And so you've got some areas of the state that are needing more and more of this, you know, more and more rain, Paul. But the reality is, is we have a lot more preserving to do and working with the legislature this year. We hope to not only get our regional water project um, initiative funded to make sure that we are removing nutrient load um, from regional prospects. Um, and so, in, you know, the old model is, is you go parcel landowner by landowner and you try to have them do what they can do on their parcel, which is normally a very small piece of land. I've asked the legislature to look at this more as a regional approach fund these regional projects where not only are you removing nutrient load from all of, you know, from my area of the space, which is agriculture, but also you're thinking about um, golf courses, septic systems, um, landowners, all of the all the cities, all the roads that are built, remove all of that nutrient load in an area rather than trying to attack it one landowner at a time, you know, go into an area and do it regionally. And so we're going to continue to push to make sure our water's Safe, make sure we've got plenty of land to grow our food on and and our wildlife corridors protected
2: i was talking to a a, a buddy of mine that was in the mining business for many years and he said that the jea uh you know the utility out of jacksonville uh they pump a lot of water out of the ground and basically throw away or returns to the atlantic 80 percent of what they pump out of the ground is that true i know a
4: lot of yeah, I believe. Well, I specifically on that one, I, it sounds right, I and mean, I'll tell you why. Wow. Because I know in other end of states, it's true. Um, you have utilities pumping massive amounts of groundwater, which obviously could be utilized for sustaining our population instead of using reclaimed water. And so, I know that many utilities around the state are starting to use reclaimed water for their cooling towers instead of pumping groundwater it should be mandated within a, within a certain number of years that it has to be done. Now, these projects can be expensive, but how expensive is it? We cannot replace our aquifer. We have to protect our aquifer. And so when you think about, yes, the, the description you just gave is 100% accurate. Those reclaimed waters, by the way, should not be being put to the tide. It should be used, brought back in to restore wetlands okay. and things of that nature within the interior of the state. And there is the fallacy is we've made it too easy, not for just utilities, but um, you know, the, the city of Jacksonville puts many millions of gallons um, of reclaimed water to Tide every day. Every bit of that water could be beneficially reused into the center part of the state. And it's something that, as Senate president, we set up a trust fund. We put $500 million in it for local governments to be able to, um, you know, to incentivize local governments to be able to you do collaborative projects. And we put $150 million a year of recurring revenue going towards those projects. So a lot of times local governments say, oh, it's an unfunded mandate. The state of Florida has put tremendous resources behind these um, necessary functions and needs. And what you have is you have a lot of local governments that do want, want to spend the time and energy to think about their reclaimed water. That's not a very sexy ribbon cutting. You know, they'd rather talk about building a new stadium or putting a new road in. But the truth of the matter is we don't do these blocking and tackling as it relates to our water resources and our environment. Um, we're, those other things aren't going to be necessary um, yeah. several decades from now. yeah,
2: we'll be but we'll pay the price one way or another uh, real quick because we we don't have a lot of time, but well, what's what's cultured meat, and why do we not want it?
4: Oh my goodness, So cultured meat is lab grown meat that has been approved and i think in california they are actually selling some of those products and you know in the state of florida the the cattlemen have a hashtag called cows keep florida green and you know we think about farmers being our first environmentalists and here you're you're having large you know hedge funds billionaire types bill gate types that are spending a lot of money on cultured meat to try to put your farmers out of business your traditional farmers out of business and so in Florida, we're looking to ban um, cultured meat because we don't believe there's been enough history, there's not been enough research, and clearly it's not something that we want to participate in when you have such a thriving agriculture industry. Um, and this is something that I don't believe personally has been researched enough and um, and has enough, you know, I don't uh, support to bring that into our public. I just don't, it just sounds nasty, and, and I don't think the science um is is there yet to to replace our cattle which by the way you know if you're in the biden administration you believe you have to almost shut down agriculture to go green and and they're not wrong i guess if you shut down agriculture all of us will starve to death and then the planet can return to the way it was
2: yeah exactly but
4: um but but the bottom line is is the um you know, this culture of meat is one of those phases um, and this is not like the Impossible Burger, where you've got all these chemicals and everything into a situation. This is actually culturing meat in a lab.
2: All right. Well, we'll 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 follow up on that the next time we get to speak to you, Florida Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson. Thank you, sir, and happy New Year.
4: Thank you, Bob. Happy New Year.
2: All right. It's nine sixteen. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And coming up, road rage has a zip code. It's nine zero two one zero. Details on the way.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits will walk qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Madela If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame,
0: Tourist, tour.
1: you deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. Dana
0: Lash. Joe Biden is like the big spender in the champagne room and all these government agencies are thirsty strippers.
1: The Dana Show.
0: He just in their dollar-dollar bills, y'all. Now.
3: Nights, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky.
2: 2024, let's make it a great one. Come on. It's 920. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. School starts uh, Alachua County, and uh, that, that will be Monday. Gilchrist County on Thursday, tomorrow. Um, that's tomorrow's Thursday. You've got Marion and Gilchrist County. So be aware of that. You should be uh, paying attention anyway, but you'll see maybe uh, the school traffic uh, crossings and different things going on. Remember, you can't be on your phone when you're traveling through a school zone. So, Road Rage has a zip code 90210. Ha <laughs> ha. In case you haven't heard. Uh, Ian Ziering, he was one of the stars of Beverly Hills 90210. How do I describe the guy? Big guy and lots of blonde hair. Yeah, the curly blonde. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, yep. you'll recognize him if you see the video that's gone viral, where he's assessing damage to his $100,000 uh, Mercedes because it uh, looks like some little little bikers, and I say little because they were little bikers, like on minibikes. They shouldn't have been in traffic to begin with but i don't know if he thought one of them hit his car or scratched his car whatever he went to assess the damage getting out of his car which he shouldn't have done his 12 year old daughter was in the car and one thing leads to another he ends up hitting and pushing one of the guys off of his little motorbike well then uh all heck breaks loose and uh one guy like runs into him with with his little scooter, and they're trying to kick him and punch him, and they're they're getting at him a little bit. He's running, he's ducking, he's covering, he's trying to put up a fight. A uh, long story short, passenger side mirror was smashed to pieces, the windshield uh, was shattered, and uh, it was a mess. And and it could have been worse. I mean, he look, he's fifty nine years old, but apparently he's in pretty good shape. And and these these were. Like, I hate to say they were like little people, but a lot of they were. They just looked like little people. and They had these helmets on. It was like, almost like invasion of the little space creatures. Well, yeah, because it's like they had like black, like one
5: piece like yeah. uniforms on and, yeah. and black helmets. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know what was going on, almost like a
2: skit or something, and somebody said, hey, maybe the residuals from Sharknado aren't paying like they used to, and (laughs) he's got to get his name out there again. Uh. Who knows? I mean, it is Hollywood. It actually was on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. But um, my point here is don't get out of your car. That road rage thing, you got to forget about it. Your material possessions can be replaced. Generally, uh, I'll just say, if you're listening to my show, you have more to lose than the bozo that's making you mad. Okay? Yeah. Just stick with that. Okay? Protect your yourself, your lives, or your family, period. Don't worry about the material stuff. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Rosebud, you're on the air.
6: Hey, top of the morning. Glad to hear you all back. <coughs> uh, I, I want to talk about our ad commissioner, what he was talking about, but go down uh, Archer Road when the uh, university is opening, you're trying to get into the hospital with all them little scooters, thousands of little scooters running around and in and out of traffic. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it's just just as crazy. But I just got to make a couple comments. He's talking about our water. I've been here in, in my 40 acre wood now 50 years. Across the road, there's a pond. Uh, it's been there since the 40s. I think somebody said they they dug it in the 40s because they had a bunch of cows over on the other side of the road there, and that's how they watered their cows. They in the pond. I've never seen it as low as I've seen it. I've been here 50 years. I mean, I, it, you can walk across that pond now. It's sad. Where the where's our water going? I don't know. But uh, we're all, we had a lot of rain, and it's just it's gone. We're, we're mm. our our aquifer that's underneath us over here is low, and uh. We got uh, just right here, because he's talking about the, the, the billionaires trying to take our cows. Well, in the last, I'd say, two months, uh, Bill Gates has bought several thousand acres of farmland here, and they, they've got suitcases full of money trying to buy up the farmland right around me. A and, and couple months ago, one of the, the people here that know, they know, come to me and said, Bill Gates is trying to buy up a bunch of the farmland around here. I said, "Oh yeah? How do you know? I just know." And now it's come to pass. And now he come and told me before Christmas, uh, some big Brazilian company has just bought is buying twenty three thousand acres from Longkala phosphate and uh, mining and land holdings between Ocala and uh, up through Levy County and uh, up to almost to High Springs, I guess. So 23000 by a foreign company. They're buying up everything. Money is no object to these billionaires. And that's how I believe they're going to get around it. Because, like, our dairies right here, it, it, we got a few big cattle ranchers here in our dairies. And they depend on a lot of land. They lease a lot of land. My farmland is leased out. To my left me is leased out to another farmer. He grows stuff on it for his cows. Well, they keep buying, they keep pressuring, keep buying uh, any way they can to take it out of the way so that the, far- the dairy farmers especially, they, they, they've leased thousands of acres around here, and they grow three crops a year to feed them dairy cows. I mean, them dairy cows eat a lot. They, they give you five gallons of milk in the morning, five gallons of milk in the evening, at around the clock every day, and they have to be fed. miles. They eat massive amounts. When they get start destroying all of the little farmlands that are being leased up, uh, pretty soon they won't have to cut back all their dairy cows, they have to cut back, cut back, cut back. It's just I see this happening because I've been around it, I've been around agriculture in the state of Florida for since the mid seventies and I see it inch by inch just being taken away from us and gone. And once it's gone, once it's concreted over and and houses, you know, the only thing they're growing is houses in this state. Yeah, I'll debate that the county ag commissioner, and we can go place to place. I'll show them where it used to be farmland. Now it's all uh, construction. It's sad, Bob. I, I just, but I'm old. I'm i I'm old uh, I'm too old to go fight anymore uh, with these com- commissioners and all that, what they, the crazy things they're doing. I just hope all you younger people that are listening to me now understand we're under attack in this nation from the globalists. They want Putin, Netanyahu, Trump. They've got to be dealt with. Putin and Netanyahu have major elections in March, and we have ours in November. Uh, say a prayer, and I'll leave you with this quote from Thomas Jefferson since I heard his name mentioned this morning. Uh, several times throughout history, the tree of liberty must be watered with blood. Y'all people have a nice day, keep the faith, and God will bless America. See ya!
2: God bless you, Rosebud. Uh, Yeah, the commissioner spoke about preserving lands exactly as you're talking about. It's called the Rule and Family Lands. He's going to try to expand that program even further through the legislature, which will be in session next week. So folks, I, I think you should support that. And support what the Ag Commissioner is trying to do. And uh, appreciate the input. 928 on the Bob Rose Show. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
3: Right now, on The Sky. My father was not financially involved in my business. What we want is the facts.
0: Contempt of Congress.
3: As it
4: happens. investigation about public corruption at the highest level. The
0: evidence mounting against the president cannot
1: be ignored. The news station.
3: Ukraine and other issues. We have to secure America's border first. Congress needs to pass the supplemental funding. The
1: Fed now signaling three interest rate cuts. All the news you
3: need for your day. Tell your smart speaker to play 97.3 The Sky. The Sky.
2: Good morning. It is 9.36. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a brand new year, 2024. Let's make it great. Already the crybabies are coming out. They hate MAGA, they hate Trump, and they hate those of us who support him. One is uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, lead singer of the band Green Day. Changed the lyrics to one of their songs on Dick Clark's New Year's Eve Rockin' on ABC Yeah, Dick Clark, rest in peace, but they still use his name to uh, promote that. But anyway, the band performed their song American Idiot on Sunday evening, but changed the lyrics at a crucial point. Uh, The part where they usually say, I'm not part of a redneck agenda, they said, I'm not part of the MAGA agenda. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and the lead singer has been outspoken before. He compared Trump to Adolf Hitler in the run-up to the 16 election, called for the impeachment of Trump in 18, and... uh, uh, he just it's it's buffoonery I mean these people don't they don't get it you know no. they lead this insulated weird you know rock star life or whatever and you know, but to go out of your way change the lyrics to make your little statement mm-hmm. yeah green day yeah they're a little green like when it comes to knowledge and information I love how stupid they are when they compare Trump to Adolf Hitler. It's like Amazing. you couldn't be any more ignorant. No, you can't. Guy's been a greater uh, friend to Israel than pff, maybe than any other president ever has been. All right. Uh, Pope Francis dedicates January prayer to diversity in the church. Wow. Hmm. That's great. Do you know what this means? Uh, They're going to have married priests. They're going to allow the priests to marry now. Why wouldn't they? Wouldn't you want diversity? Some priests married, some not.
5: I don't think that's the diversity he's.
2: Looking. Oh well, what, what could I, it possibly be, Greg? Well, I mean, for, that's something that's you know uh, been you know been wanted
5: for a long time. Yeah, but if you remember, right before the holidays, which is ironic timing, they were deciding to bless gay marriages. So I'm thinking the diversity they're looking for isn't maybe as pure diversity as you're thinking.
2: Hmm. Hmm. He said if we are guided by the Holy Spirit, abundance, variety, diversity never cause conflict. The Holy Spirit reminds us first and foremost that we are children loved by God, everyone equal in God's love, and everyone's different. I don't know, did he ever read the Old Testament? I Means the Pope for crying out loud. Well, you probably should be familiar with it, yeah. The saying. I mean, soldiers marched. Cities fell. Oh yeah. And yeah. And God was on their side. hmm Or so it is written. Yes. Okay. Just just making sure. No, I think so. So, so he's okay with the, the gay thing, but a priest still can't marry? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Okay. There's, uh, yeah. Gee, I, I wonder if perhaps that might have been part of the many influencers that have decimated... Uh, the idea of family around the world. I wonder if that's just one of them. Could be. They I, I, they, they never have a good answer for that, by the way. And I'm, I'm not picking on Catholics per se. So just chill out, okay? I was, you rea- was raised. I one. was raised Catholic. You was one. And then I gave it up for Lent one year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going
5: to get in trouble for that
2: one. Probably. Yeah. Um, no, look. Uh, here's here's what I believe that Jesus died on the cross for all of us, for all of our sins. And it doesn't matter what sins you committed, um, the invitation still stands Mm -hmm. to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And if you do those things, um, then you could have a place in heaven. I know it's more complicated than that, but that's the basic. And if the Pope means this is more of just an invitation, that's fine but I don't know why they have to apply the term diversity in church.
5: Well, there's a difference between come as you are and stay as you are. They're not the same thing. Come as you are, yeah, that's absolutely encouraged. God does not expect you to come to him flawless. He also does not expect to have you stay in the squalor that you are in when you come. So there's that. Right. Pretty simple, actually.
2: But take the invitation... Yes, and discover yes what may await you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, right?
5: I suppose so. People have tried lots of things and yeah, decided it wasn't their thing,
2: and that's But but that's don't throw choice. it all away without even looking Try. into it. Exactly. Yeah, give yeah. it a shot. Yeah, and not all churches are created equal. There's that too, right? Then there's Senator Bob Menendez. I told you. Oh, my goodness. When I, I first really started in talk radio, I mean, he, he had to be one of the earlier subjects. Really? Of him getting in trouble. Yeah, way that back far then. far back? Yes. I'd
5: forgotten about that, I guess.
2: Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> hmm. he's still at it. Embattled Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat out of New Jersey, has been slapped with additional allegations of accepting bribes from the Qatari royal family. The new allegations accuse Menendez, who has pleaded not guilty to all prior counts, making positive comments about Gutter in exchange for items of value, including luxury wristwatches. Uh oh! Oh no! Uh, and we're talking about watches that are valued between ten grand and twenty-four thousand dollars. They didn't come from the Kmart. Just saying. No, no. they didn't come from Timex either. No. Um, So anyway, I guess the indictment says something uh, along the lines of, how about one of these to Menendez in a message alongside photos of the watches? Hmm. The two men allegedly attended an event in New York hosted by the Qatari government. Two days later, they sent Menendez a message about a Senate resolution supportive of Gutter as the Qatari investment company considered a real estate investment. Yeah. So anyway... Doesn't look good for him, but no. I don't know. He's escaped all this time. Many scandals, I mean, yeah.
5: So I guess it was the Egyptians, and now it's this family. It's like, well, he's you know hanging with the with wealthy folks. They're helping him out, you know. He needs a little help along the way.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. needs some help. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good news! Oh. Uh, Israel uh, killed deputy Hamas chief Salah Al aruri in the suburbs of Beirut in a drone attack Tuesday evening, according to media reports uh, that has not been confirmed by the Israeli government, at least when I pulled this story, you know, in the or when Greg pulled it, like in the 4 a.m. hour. Uh, anyway, this guy was a deputy head of Hamas's Politburo and a founder of its military wing, uh, the Qassam Brigades, which carried out a deadly assault in the Israeli territory on October the 7th. He spent time recently in both Lebanon and Qatar, ah, which has mediated talks between Hamas and Israel, including on hostages that Hamas took on that October 7th uh, attack. Uh, the U.S., which brands Hamas a terrorist group, had uh, last year offered $5 million for information on Rori. So apparently uh, they got him, but Israel hasn't confirmed that quite yet. And um, still a hotbed mm. in that area for sure. And this kind of action could cause further chaos. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's good news as far as you've got terrorists, you've got to squash them.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's uh, bad news in terms of what the reaction might be amongst the terrorists.
5: Well, yeah, because there's always, I mean, it's like, it doesn't matter how bad they are. If you do anything to them, oh, well, look what you did to us. And then there's going to be retaliation. Right. They're good at playing the victims.
2: Remember Mattress Mac? Jim Mattress Mac. That's the Texas guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy that, uh, what, has the bed company and all that, right? Right. That's why they call him Mattress Mac. Mm -hmm. Um, He put some money down. I mean, and he unlike does. unlike I mean. Dave Portney, Portnoy, <laughs> uh, Dave Portnoy from the bar stools yeah. uh, guys, he he put a million bucks on Michigan. He won big in overtime. Nice. But uh, this guy, Mattress Mack, um, and he's made mistakes before, but this time he put his money on the Texas Longhorns at the Sugar Bowl. Ooh. Yeah, a million much. dollar wager. Wow.
5: Yeah. Can you imagine being able to have a million-dollar wager?
2: Like, I can lose that. It's all right. Yeah, I don't it's, know if he's you know. in that, quite in that category. Like, I think a million dollars, you know, he probably feels that pain. But he still does it
5: consistently, he, he though. Does. I mean, I guess, you know, <clears throat> it's worth it to him, I guess.
2: The Huskies won that game 37-31, to 31, and uh, so his bet did not pay off. If Texas pulled a comeback... His million-dollar bet, oh, at plus two seventy odds, would have resulted in a two-point-seven million-dollar profit. So he threw out a oh. mill to make two-point-seven. Oh
5: man!
2: Wow! Man, can you even imagine
5: that? That's your play money, there, Bob. That'd and be nice. Cannot even fathom. That.
2: I can tell you this: if I'm blessed with that, yeah, I'm not going to throw it away on betting of any kind. <sighs> no.
5: No, you'd have to have so much extra to actually justify that at all. Yeah. First so. comes
2: family, then comes friends and good charitable organizations.
5: And and we've all thought about that, the things that we would do if we suddenly had, you know, won a fifty million dollar lottery or something. And mm-hmm. we, we you know, some folks would go totally crazy, but I think we know the things that we would do. Um and some of it's gonna be for fun, but there would be some good that would come out of it as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Everybody would say, oh, "I'll buy a big house." Well, then you gotta then you gotta maintain a big house and insure a big house. But and... people who've never had a lot of money, they yeah. don't understand that. They don't have, look. If you tell people, you know, what your paycheck is and it's pretty substantial, right. they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's so much!" It all is in your what's relative to you and yeah. your standing. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody who's making twenty bucks an hour and somebody else making a hundred bucks an hour.
5: Yeah, because we've seen the numbers on how many million-dollar lottery winners are bankrupt within a year when they win the one million. Right. Because they spend it like they got 50. Right. Mm.
2: So Probably the you. reason why they weren't able to acquire yeah. very much to begin with. On their own, yeah. But <laughs> people hate that <laughs> I know introspection, uh, right? Don't criticize my spending. To go over self and uh, oh. with a critical eye and actually do something about it is no fun. No. No. And we like a, fun. It's not a fun human experience. Yeah. But it can pay off. Yeah. 947 on the Bob Rose Show. Things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Count your blessings, kind of a thing, is coming up next. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825.
3: He brings the brutal truth.
1: Rather than support the Israelis and say, do what you have to do and get this over with, it's being dragged out. Mark Levin. Because Biden does not want Israel to win.
2: 6
3: o'clock on 97.3 The Sky.
2: Good morning and welcome, my friends. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Thank you for tuning in. It's time for Things That Make You Smile, where you call in with upbeat positive thoughts, and we share that with everybody. And it's brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. And Spencer, what's making you smile? Well, I've got a pure
6: white squirrel that lives in my woods and he just come out this morning and i've been tracking him for over a year and i'm just so happy that with all these owls and stuff here he's still alive
2: there you go that's nice little buddy out there in the woods they're
5: really neat looking yep but they're kind of like the white deer they are really a target too so
2: yeah that's true yeah nostradamus what's making you smile
6: hey i'll tell you had a great holiday weekend i got invited to a a real nice holiday gathering up on the beautiful Santa Fe River up in Bramford by some new friends. Shout out to Shay and Neil and my next-door neighbors. And we had a nice gathering up there, and I got to spend the weekend, uh, uh, Christmas Eve, at my daughter and son-in-law's place out in beautiful Trenton on the compound out there. Spent the night, had fun, woke up with the grandkids and everybody. It was a great holiday weekend for me. That's making me
2: smile. Well, it should make you smile. Family and new friends. Different places, I like it. Yeah, I got to uh, see my uh, my sister and her husband in St. Augustine. They live in South Carolina. Uh, she came and rented a house so that her son and his wife and their new baby could join us. And I don't get to see her son, my nephew, Chris, very often because he's a teacher overseas in Latvia. And uh, and apparently they're going to stay for three more years. So I was very happy to get to see them and, and have fun with little baby Haley. She's so cute. And... Uh, and oh, I gotta send a shout out uh, about my new to me car. Yes, uh, that I got from uh, Steve and John at Select Motor Cars. Nice guys. Yeah, they I've really are. Yeah. They made it super easy, and and just dealing with them, and I and I love the car. And it gets uh, 37 miles a gallon on the highway, and it's Woo. not it's not a uh, hybrid. That's just a, you mean a real gasoline and, motor? And it, yeah, it has a like a real back seat where people with legs can sit.
5: As opposed to when we were heading to Orlando uh, to uh, drop somebody off at the airport over the holiday weekend, we had three people and our luggage in my Mini Cooper S two-door. It was, uh, it was, it was, tight, it was tight. It was
2: tight. It was tight. As the kids say, tight. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, well, Cheap Trick had a song uh, yeah, about yeah. that, I think. I think so. All right, let's go to uh, Peasant with a Pitchfork. What's making you smile?
4: Yeah, good morning, Bob. This gorgeous weather is making me smile. And that ad I just heard at the end of the the ads right there, uh, Elon Musk thinks we're living in a simulation, and then we talk about how rough the rich people have it in this country. Um, It makes me believe we may be living in a simulation.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
5: That's interesting.
2: How can we program and how can we change it?
5: (sighs) boy i want to know who's doing the programming because we're gonna have a little talk about a couple of things but no yeah uh, i
2: don't know yeah like why am i on medication (laughs) (laughs) it's not real bob the medication's not or my mental illness and the and the bills yeah i don't know i don't know yeah Yeah,
5: it was a great yeah i mentioned going to orlando we um there's a place that we like to stay down there we can tuscany village really nice place it's a, a Hilton play, and we get a good deal on it. That's wow. the reason we go there. We, wow. we got a hookup. Uh, you know how I am with the hookups for a good deal. But uh, had a great time, and people were actually at the pool a, a couple of days. It was a little cool, but you know th- when the breeze wasn't blowing and the sun was out, it was actually doable. So, yeah.
2: They were taking that polar bear challenge, polar plunge. Yes. I guess is what they but call it. Wasn't it wasn't too bad. It was nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, I didn't get to mention it, but Shecky Green, longtime stand up oh, yeah. comedian, who many people believe may have passed away a long time ago. No, just recently died at the age of 97. Wow. Uh, Apparently of natural causes. Can't ask for much more than that. 97? That's a long life. It is. Yeah. Nothing to laugh about. Mm -mm. Shecky. What a name. He was funny, though. Oh, yeah. He was. Alright, stand by, my friends. Uh, Coming up next, it's the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR.
3: Every hour.
2: Every day. Every day of the year. News News
3: does not stop for the holidays.
2: Nothing stops
0: the flow. of Information. 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 Nothing stops.
3: And neither does the sky. Because it's important. I have to know what's happening. What weekend plans are ruined because of the weather? Local economics. Thank you for keeping us informed. You do a brilliant job laying it out. Well, I need to know.
2: Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
3: Happy News Year. From News Talk 97.3 The Sky, the news weather and traffic station.
2: Time now for The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. An illegal alien was arrested late uh, last month outside the United States Capitol Building. Jose Leonardo Marquez Marquez, a 23-year-old illegal alien from Venezuela. Why, how did he get here? Well, he illegally crossed the border and was arrested by Border Patrol near El Paso, August 21st of 2022. Then he was released into the U.S. Interior through the DHS, under, of course, Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, did I mention that when they arrested him at the Capitol, he had a machete and a knife with him? Oh, my goodness. And I had to mention that because that's your smoking gun. The Smoking Gun is brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your family. Let's make it a great 2024.
0: See ya.